1: now
4: All right, folks, welcome back to Nino's Corner.TV. I am joined with a longtime friend, a friend that I've had back in the day, party days of L.A., the party days of L.A., uh, Chili Castro. You know, we haven't always, you know, seen things eye to eye. We, we, You know, back in the day, I was always more conservative. He was more liberal. Um, I always thought you were kind of far-left liberal, but I think now um, we're both understanding or you're understanding that, All our rights are in jeopardy. Everybody's at jeopardy, whether you're left or right. And this is a globalist agenda. And uh, they're coming for every American. And I guess now you would call yourself a libertarian. Uh, Chile, just to give you a rundown on Chile, Chile um, travels from city to city, state to state, uh, where people's rights, civil rights have been violated. And he teaches them constitutional law. He's actually very proactive. He's an activist, um, legal scholar, civil libertarian knows the ins and outs of constitutional law. And uh, if you're being bullied or you're being cheated by the cops, this guy will show up and put them on blast on social media. And I think that's one thing I agree with you on this as well, Chili. And that's why I agree to have you on is that, you know, I'm against bullying. I have a bullying foundation, an anti-bullying foundation, and I'm against cops bullying anybody. I'm against anybody bullying anybody. You know what I mean? So we see I to eye on that. Welcome to the
5: show, bro. Thank you for having me, David. I appreciate it. David and I go back over a decade. We we met at a gym training. I saw this great big huge guy running on a treadmill and I'm like Great big, huge guys don't really run on treadmills, and this guy's running and so of course, when I see that amount of energy and power in front of me, I got on the treadmill next to him and started running next to him and we just started <laughs> we, we just started talking because i when I go to the gym, I want to be motivated I, I want i want I want people to to inspire me and so when I saw this huge dude running, which isn't normal, I joined him, and then we started talking and you know. I, I do lean more left than David 100%. I certainly have more classical liberal leanings. Um, you know, we, we had a lot of discussions and we've gone round and round. You know, when Trump first came in, I didn't like him. I hated him. You know, and then over time, I saw that there was some real genius in some of the things he was saying and doing. You know, uh, I have some reservations with Trump now because he led everybody to the Capitol and then didn't pardon them. And it really has a source of. Well, that that bugs me as well. That, it that bugs bugs the heck. You, yeah. you know, because um, he, he was correct okay. about the deep state, you know, so so but I mean, I'm just telling the people how, you know, we we had differences and agreements. But one thing was always for sure. I always recognized David as a thought leader, as a cultural leader, as someone who should should command respect when the man walks in the room you should have respect for this man because he has a lot of knowledge and he's physically a beast <laughs> and so, <laughs> so so i always had a lot of respect for him i always wanted to wrestle him but uh uh he's such a giant <laughs> he's such a super athlete he spared me the beat down i guess
4: <laughs> so you have a channel called delete laws okay and, and anyone that wants to go there it's on youtube delete laws with an l-a-w-z delete laws with a z Um, And that's where you go and you oust cops, anyone who's being mistreated by cops, and you put them on blast, correct?
5: I, I also file federal civil rights lawsuits for people who are cheated by cops. I filed three federal civil rights lawsuits this year. One for myself. You can look that up to Castro versus Wagner, two, two dash CV dash zero zero two zero four is one. And that's the Castro versus Wagner lofty LAFDI versus Holman in Texas. We just filed a federal civil rights lawsuit against the Forney police department. And then again, in Ironton, Ohio, Freeman versus Spoljaric, S-P-O-L-J-A-R-I-C. You can also look all three of these up on Justia, and we filed three federal civil rights lawsuits so far. Of course, those people are in pro persona. We just helped them with my partner, Bobby Law, and I. We helped them with their legal proceeding and the paperwork. So we're not giving legal advice or doing legal work. We're simply helping with paperwork. And so... You know, the thing is, is if you get cheated by the cops and it's within the statute of limitations the last year or two and you call me and I have especially if you have a video of that happening to you, I will come to your city. I will come to your state. I will put the cops on blast. And then if you have a video that proves your rights were violated, I will help you sue their butts with a federal civil rights lawsuit in district court, in federal district court.
4: That's beautiful. And and I want to make a disclaimer here for all because I'm, I have a very it's a conservative audience. But I agree with you, Chili. Um, I'm against bullies. I'm 100% against bullies. I do back the boys in blue. I back what they stand for. But anybody, you know, this isn't Mexico. You know what I mean? You're not to be uh, throwing people down. And and I understand adrenaline gets in the way. People have, you know, the tension gets high. Emotions run high. Things happen. But I'm against people's rights being violated. And uh, that's where you come in. And that's where I agree with you on this. But I just want to make a disclaimer. I do back the boys in blue. What anyone overstepping the boundaries,
5: that's where I draw the line. Well, you know, part of, the, part of the problem that we have is we have a non-transparent system. We have body cams on cops. We put your gun out in front of you. I can't see what you're doing. You can see where it says we don't stop, delete laws if I put my hands out in front of me, you can't see that anymore. So I have a website coming out called Transparency Peace Justice. And what myself and my group of people are calling for is cameras on the eyes and cameras behind the head. And it's 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And this would go to two different agencies. And this is a light description because Transparency Peace Justice is coming out in the next week or so. We've been working on the website for two months. And I have a new idea for peace officers and get rid of law enforcement, get rid of police, get rid of the term cops. And David, you know, I've always said I hate cops. I'm actually coming around to a place where I've had so many interactions with cops now uh, What who sign a peace officer's agreement. They do not sign a cop agreement or a law enforcement agreement. It's still the current uh, documentation is that they're a peace officer, not a cop or a law enforcer. That happened in 1971 with Richard Nixon with the war on drugs because, back then peace officers had a hard time arresting people when there was no victim are you, are you saying police officers or peace officers I'm saying peace officers okay. just so you know every single uh, every single person who signs up to be a peace officer signs a peace officers agreement there's no such thing as law enforcement that was created for the 1971 war on drugs by Nixon and I would guide everybody to my website deletelawscom if you if you take a look at the poster or the trifold or the ebook and you read it Man, you start to see that the Supreme Court has worked against us. And <laughs> it's been well, a year. Very...
4: And I can comfortably say you're for
5: defunding the police. I'm, well, now defunding police is a blanket statement with no details. So yeah. what I'm for is slowly defunding law enforcement, police and cops and funding peace officers corps that's based on a three-year educational program that would include the philosophies of America, the Constitution, the Bill of Rights, and then learning how to work in a decentralized system without any rankings. Because remember, the ranking system happened in 1929 with a gentleman named August Vollmer. August Vollmer militarized police because of the prohibition wars that, that made our country as bad as the current drug wars going on in Mexico. And so because he militarized police and then gave them rankings, when you sign up to be a peace officer, your allegiance is to your captain, your lieutenant your sergeant and you don't have an allegiance to the constitution and transparency peace justice the website coming out you'll see that i've written a decentralized program where you do three years of training and then you get assigned to a portable a double-decker bus we decentralize peace officers and their only oath is to the constitution you spend a year training on your portable or your double-decker bus and we no longer put people in shackles we use a camera and say you're under arrest you got to come with me it's my assertion that 50% of a
4: What if they come across a violent criminal
5: who's. Armed? Absolutely. There's still going to be people who need to be shot and killed. We okay, still are yeah, going so to have to have cause, someone.
4: Because then I'm saying you can't disarm police. You can't have them just walking around with a fucking, with a little molly whopper to smack people in the head. They got to be loaded because there's criminals. They're always going to get guns, especially now with the cartels coming over the border. I mean, these guys rival the military, you know, and, and it's coming. The, the open borders, they're all. I'm on the border. And, I see no, and
5: that's where we align. I'm totally against open borders. I'm for a strong wall. I'm for a strong border. I'm for not only a wall, but I'm also for electromagnetic fences. I'm for personnel on the, on the, on the border. We have to have a country if we're going to have a country. Okay. We, right. that means we have to have a strong border. If a wall is the best idea. Great. Uh, I never was a build the wall kind of guy and I'm still not, but what I am for is enforcing and making a strong border for us. And then the other thing I want to touch on, I'm not a, sovereign citizen. Matter of fact, the big riff I have with a lot of YouTubers right now is that I'm pro-rule of law. 100% 100% I've read Leviathan by Thomas Hobbes. If you haven't read the book, then you don't understand the only way to live in a society is by rule of law. Canada has one. Zimbabwe has one. Argentina, Colombia, name a country, we have the rule of law foundation. And these are by Enlightenment thinkers, jean Jacques Rousseau, Thomas Hobbes, John Locke. And that's what I teach in the beginning of my lectures last year. So I'm not a sovereign citizen. I'm 100% for rule of law. However, when we have um, we have no checks and balances on the current, um, and we still call them police, and I hate the name. It should be called peace officers. We still we don't have rights protectors. We have cops. We have the plain view doctrine for law enforcement. Meaning, if they if David and I have a fist fight, and God help me, God help me, right? And if Dave, David's kicking my butt, and the and the the current law enforcement shows up, and they see some weed on the table, then they're going to enforce a law upon you. We don't want that. We want rights protectors in America. We don't need you saying, oh, that's in plain view, so we got you. We, yeah. you. know, I drive the country helping people. Every state I go through, there's cops hiding on the side of the road. Meanwhile, there's rape, kit, rape kits still sitting on the shelves. There's people who've had their stuff stolen. You know, And in California, we're no longer prosecuting people for thievery, which is like, look – you have wow. to still deal with rights being violated, even if through mandatory education and new vocational training for a job. So I don't want the audience. And, and I, I lean really hard conservative. My liberal friends call me a raging conservative. My, I, my I, friends, I find that very hard to believe. Well, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm against all, I'm, a, I'm against all gun laws. There's not one yeah. gun. And you're, a second, you're a Second Amendment guy. You love the Second Amendment. They don't work. Gun and law doesn't work together. You know, right. I'm pro strong borders all the way. I'm America first. I'm a patriot. I love this country. I would fight and die for the United States of America. I'm from a long Navy family. World War I, World War II, Korean War, Vietnam. My family all served. The only reason I didn't serve in 92 when I got out of high school was because we were in an oil war in Iraq. And I, I, I mean, want to fight for my country. I don't want to go to an oil war. So I don't want people watching this thinking that I don't have some seriously strong conservative le- leanings. Now, where I become liberal is where I say we have to do reparations for black people in the South. We created a black criminal class. We created that. When you put people in poverty with no education, what are they going to do? They see the haves and they're the have-nots. They just steal. They're looting in broad daylight now when they have the opportunity. What about I, say, I say they loosely because but I'm talking what about, about India? What about Mexicans? Listen, you we were uh, mistreated. <laughs> I am Colombian. <laughs> but am serious.
4: We were with this genocide. The Indians were wiped out.
5: Well, well, I'll tell you what, though. We didn't have, I mean, now how far are we going back? I'm, I'm quite a historian. Nah, I so
4: we, we go, We're going just about 100 years
5: back, buddy, 150 years back when we were wiping them out. Are you talking we're about the Trail of the- Tears? Are you talking about the Indian nation that was wiped out from the Trail of Tears? <sighs> yeah. so when
4: we oh. sent them all the reservations, we wiped out all the tribes. I mean, we just destroyed, killed all their buffalo. I mean, sure, so is there... Is there, out the is food there source. I'm,
5: I'm just saying it, it's... No, no, I agree with you, but let me ask you some harder questions then once we start to get into the minutiae. That's why I love you, dude. Um, Is there an Indian criminal class right now, or is there a black criminal class?
4: No, the the Indians are being inundated with alcohol to where they're right, alcoholics. But, 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 and, but there's no... There's and they're on reservations Indian. where they just uh, are drug-induced and alcohol-induced. I mean, literally. I mean, they're just given alcohol, drugs, and, and that's their life. I mean, these people... Oh, dude. I mean, it's bad. I mean, I mean, they'd be giving a reservation in a casino. (laughs) They got a casino, but I mean, I mean, it's. I mean, and then and and then, see, I disagree with the reparations because everyone's mixed. Everyone on this country, you look at most black people have white in them now. Most white, a lot of white people have black. I mean, we're just a country. We're a, a bunch of mixed. in this, some of us had it harder than others. I mean, a lot of the Irish that came here were picked on and beat on, and 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 I mean, yeah, I mean. I'm just saying every race had its trials and tribulations. I I think we need to move beyond it and move on.
5: You know, that's just the way I see it. I don't think that we're going to be able to. I think if we don't, and this is the whole thing, but for my conservative friends, and I have a bunch of conservative friends, I'm from a very conservative place in Alaska. And let me tell you something. If I understand the Native American alcoholism and drug addiction, they they feed them to them. They give them what we call it. I don't know if it's respectful or not. I'm not trying to be disrespectful okay. to Native Americans, but you know the what the white people I mean, are. Be as disrespectful as you want. <laughs> I don't want to disrespect, but, but but they call it the Indian check in Alaska. Yeah. And they get oh, their yeah. Indian check every month, and then they go straight to the alcohol. I say they, what I mean is uh, some of those folks, a, a good portion of them, will then go to the alcohol and, and get so blazed they run out of money by the end of the month. But what I'm trying to say about reparations for black people is we have to repair not only the black community at large that has been cheated out of prosperity, you know, Corrigan versus Buckley wasn't passed against Indians 1926. You know, Plessey versus Ferguson wasn't passed against Indians, was passed against Black people. And we've created this Black criminal class that they're yeah, targeted you, you by you these... Give them crack. We gave him crack. We created crack and then dropped off guns and crack in South Central. Rick Ross was the biggest crack dealer there was. So what I'm saying, though, is is I'm not like, hey, you know, I just want to help black people. What I want to help America, as long as we continue to have a black criminal class that has no ownership in this country, that has no obligation to to uphold the rule of law in this country and say, burn it down, burn it down, then we're going to have this never ending problem. What's your
4: what's your thoughts on critical race theory taught in schools? Totally against it. Okay completely
5: against it this is is
4: why i want to have this conversation not many conservatives do this not many liberals do this i mean bill maher actually i'll be fair bill maher does he's coming right what's that yeah that's right so so it's 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 like what he said it's (laughs) not that he left he left the democratic party the democratic party is you got hijacked it got hijacked but but i'm not saying that the republicans are any better they're both deep state swamps it's a swamp with both living and thriving, both sides. I'm independent. I've always been independent. I'm a Trump backer because I see him as a, as a, as a, a standout, a guy that they don't want. Anytime the media goes against you, I'm for you so if the right. media is going against you everyone's going to, i know you're my guy that's why i like trump and i believe at the highest level he was a military operation my audience knows what i'm talking about um i'll talk to you more about that at another time
5: well you know you know david you remember when i got cancel cultured off tiktok 300 000 subscribers on tiktok and my right. accounts were deleted me I, that. david was one of the first people i called and i said man i can't believe this i've been canceled well part of the reason i was canceled was because i'm against critical race theory and one of the they'll, they'll do on tiktok they'll say voice an unpopular opinion And so I took that little clip and then I stitched it and I said, we need to stop chanting BLM and put that to the side and start chanting Overturn Terry and come together. Because right now, You know, when you talk about the history of executives in America, an executive is a governor of a state who's the president of that state or the president of the United States. Throughout the history of America, we've had five black executives, two back in the day around the uh, 1865 mark, 1875 mark, and then two black executives in the current system uh, in the modern times who were backed in as lieutenant governors when the white governor was ousted for being corrupt. And then we had one black executive named Obama, who was an abysmal failure. They could have emptied a quarter of the prisons by simply legalizing marijuana and then expunging the records of everybody charged with marijuana. But he didn't do it. He was between uh, Obama and Reagan. I don't know who for me is the bigger disappointment. I flip a coin on that because they both ruined our country. And this is where David and I, again, completely align. I'm starting a new third party called the Transparency Civil Rights Party. I think that until we have total transparency within uh, what is uh, peace officers, then we're never going to have a free country yeah. ever.
4: Yeah. ever. And I think we have to start seeing eye to eye. We can't be scared to sit down with liberals and conservatives, sit down, break bread and talk about and have discussions where we can meet in the middle. And that's what you and I are doing right now. That's why I wanted to do this, uh, Chile, because I want people to take this, this podcast for as an example, because you are very active. You know, I always thought I honestly, I thought, you know, the whole delete laws thing. I thought you were still, before I talked to you the other day, I thought you were still leaning left. You were still liberal. You weren't coming I still over. Am. But you, but you are now.
5: Would you say you're a Trump supporter? Would you say you're a conservative now? I'm for a new third party. You know, l- let me tell you. Let me tell you my issue with Trump. And I said this the other day. And sometimes I get hellfire and brimstone because I was raised Catholic.
4: Let me, let me clarify one thing. I I look at Trump a whole different way than anybody else does. I I think it's a, a small niche group of us that sees it this way. Um, people can say, oh, it's that letter in the alphabet, the number 17. I look at him as picked to run for president to upset Hillary because she was part of the globalist agenda. I think yeah. he succeeded in doing that. And that's why he's my man. I mean, I, I, I'm, a, I'm
5: a Trump backer all the way. So go ahead. Go ahead. Chile, sorry. So, so the problem I have with him is that He, you know, it only took three percent of this population to start a revolution against England and get a country called the United States of America. And God bless those people who fought and died. Then when Trump, you know, by the time Trump was leaving office, as you know, David, I had come all the way around and I was like, look, if this guy legalizes weed, then you know what? I, I will campaign for him and I will vote for him. If he pardons Assange and pardons Snowden, I will campaign for him and I will vote for him. And instead, you know, the people who went to the Capitol were then put in jail, the people who were willing to fight. And at that point,
4: there were there were infiltrators
5: in that. Oh, FBI. FBI has been dog poo since their inception. And they still are dog poo. We're on the same page.
4: You understand that there was a lot of Antifa. And I don't want to go too much into it on YouTube because they'll bomb me. FBI. FBI. Yeah, 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 exactly. But they were instigating it. They were they had infiltrators.
5: Well, you know, we lost our, our – we have warrantless searches in our country because of the 1925 Carroll Doctrine, Carroll versus United States. And that happened in nineteen twenty-four when Herbert J. Hoover was placed at the head of the FBI. And then he began to poison alcohol bottles because they couldn't get a hand on prohibition. So J. Edgar Hoover started poisoning alcohol bottles. And then when they stopped cars that they considered trafficking alcohol, they then created an exception to a warrant where they could just search your car because it was exit. The whole term exigent circumstances comes from the nineteen twenty-five Carroll doctrine, Carroll versus United States, which says that the cops can search your car warrantlessly if they're in hot pursuit of you. They believe there's going to be a loss of life, or if they think you're transporting illegal alcohol. So, now, we've our we've lost our right to have a warrant with our car, and you see it on the side of the road all the time. That's what my trifold does. If you, if you get my trifold off Delete Laws, I give it away for free all the time. But the whole idea that your car can be searched warrantlessly is from the FBI's her, uh, uh, J. Edgar Hoover, who set that up. And then he's the head of the FBI from 1924 to 1974. And it, they just were the most corrupt organization there is. I've called the FBI twice in this past year. And uh both times it was a horrible experience because I know of one uh one cop who was grooming women, grooming children. Uh hearing all those words on YouTube. Fuck. That's another oh, word. Okay. I get I get notifications
4: on what they fucking look for.
5: Oh, so then just cut this out. Yeah. I I can't. Sorry, keep going um, Go keep So going. then going. so then so then I I exposed a cop who had been um uh setting up young younger persons to do things that were, um, explicit in nature. And so I called the FBI about that. And then I called the FBI when I found uh corruption in another different department. And pr- both times I was so disappointed. I literally could have cried in my hands, dude. Yeah. I mean, listening to the crud they said and how they just dismissed it. And it was a very scary, scary time for me, but you know, um, I, I wanted Assange and, uh, pardoned and I wanted Snowden pardoned because there really is a deep state. And if you don't know that, you're not paying attention. You're not awake. You need to wake up. You know, I was red pilled pretty hard over the pandemic and I spent a lot of time watching Shapiro and uh, listening to uh, you know Jordan Peterson's not a hard right winger. He's just he has some very logical points of view that end up being on the right. And so I listen to JP a lot. I listen to I mean you have no idea. Because you did, you, you lot, did your yeah. homework.
4: You did, you sat oh, down no, no, no. and you researched.
5: Yeah, and then you know what I hope honestly is Desantis runs for president because I'll be voting for a Republican if yeah, he I, runs for president.
4: I see him as a, I, I, I like Desantis and, and I'll agree if if I was but that's to me. The best way I could put this, he's not part of the operation that I'm. Right, because we need need a
5: third party. We need a third party. And I voted, just so you know, I have not voted Republican or Democrat since my last vote for a Democrat in 2008 was for Obama. In 2008, I voted for Obama. In 2009, I held a sign up on the side of the street that said, impeach Obama. He's a fraud. I mean, I campaigned for that man. And then it, it took less than a year to find out that he was a murderous, lying fraud who was a globalist. And yeah. if you don't know that, you're not paying attention. Yeah, I, I just think
4: that. I think anybody who goes against Trump right now is, and, and the media starts liking them and starts pushing them. That's not my guy. I, yeah. I, I think as as long as we're in this war, which we're in right now, I'm I'm Trump all the way. Unless he does well, something. Just so you know, I, I've, I've already
5: said Trump is going to be president in 2024. I've already said that. So I've already. I, I, I
4: tell my audience, I say all the time, I go, if it goes to 2024, and we still got this guy. Oh boy. Oh, boy.
5: I'm going to go move into a cabin in the woods. Do you want to tell me? Can I tell you my prediction? Yeah, My, my prediction is that the slogan is going to be give her a chance when next year Biden resigns because of mental deficiency and then they back the first woman president into the White House through omission of the yeah. current president. And then uh, then Kamala who talks like she's drunk. I mean, yeah. I can't even listen to her for ten seconds. You know, uh, they're gonna back her in. And then this the slogan is gonna be give her a chance. Yes. And it's gonna be another whitewash by Trump. Wow. He's gonna completely and what I mean by whitewash is if
4: if, if 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 it's a big if it's a fair election. I and mean, that's if true. It's not an, if it's not another bank robbery. So that's why I always say before twenty twenty four because if there truly is a military operation at hand at the highest level, then it has to happen before 24 and there needs to be people punished. That's it. That's, that's how I see it. I'm not going, I'm not fucking getting on the bandwagon and yay, hip hip hooray, Trump 2024. I'm not doing that shit. This needs to be handled about the bank robbery that happened. And you know when, I can't say it on here, but everyone knows what I'm talking about. But th- that's yeah. how I see it. And then I
5: mean, if it, it doesn't get this...
4: handled, bro, then, then we're in deep shit. We're in deeper shit than you can imagine. I, I'd
5: it. Keep your guns keep your guns, make sure you have ammo, make sure you have a bullet preparer, make sure you have a bullet maker. They're going to try to limit all of our ammunition. Make sure I got my guns. I got my bullets. I got everything stocked up in case things go sideways. And it could go sideways where we end up with constitutional cities all across America, where unfortunately we have to Block out those guys, you support the cops because they 'll be the ones supporting the tyranny of our government. Mm-hmm. Just remember that, so you guys can be cop supporters all you want, which i 'm not uh, and but just remember well, you've got it great- you 've got a very good point right there they 're going to be the one enforcing this a globalist agenda when the when the tyranny comes it 'll be a guy wearing a badge who you 've Held at the utmost respect for all your life, and that'll be the guy coming to take your daughter, to take your son, to put you in a concentration camp. And don't think, you know, we celebrate FDR as the greatest president in U.S. history. Don't forget that FDR is the only president for concentration camps in Grand Central Park. Mm-hmm. You know, we who locked up a hundred thousand Japanese without due process of law. You know, FDR did a lot of great things by defeating Hitler. FDR also did a lot of horrifically bad things that people don't talk about. Howard Taft as Actually, well. If- well Sorry. No, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm literally, uh, you know, I guess I'll toot my own horn. I feel like an idiot, but but I am a historian beyond the pale. And I have studied history so deeply, the president so deeply that, you know, and this is the part where, where you know, when I talk about reparations for black people, I'm not just talking about reparations for black people. I'm talking about changing the laws that were created for black people that are now used on white people,
0: <laughs> yeah. like
5: Terry versus Ohio. Terry versus Ohio is where the cops can come up and say, "I'm suspicious of you," and this is my whole program. You know, I want to change this regime of law enforcement, cop, police to peace officers. Get rid of all ranking: sergeant, lieutenant, captain, major. To your oath to the Constitution, but only. they still, but they're still going to carry. Yeah, you're going to always you're going to always have someone carrying behind you, but the idea is let's see if society, if you're criminally insane David and you're going to beat me up, which David's huge. You don't want to fight David, but if David's going to beat me up and I I can't get out of the fight and he's going to kick my butt, then you want a transparency peace officer to show up with 360 vision that goes to different agencies and then they give David a chance. We're going to protect Chile, but we're gonna give you a chance. You're on camera. Your mom is seeing. Well, what this if gentleman
4: is going high? I'm already beating your ass. And there's if, if, fucking, I slept with your wife. I slept with yeah, your wife. Something crazy. and, a, a and you're, on happen, virgin right? death. you're on the verge of right. death. And I have you. You're
5: you're about to die. What did the cops do then? Right. So I have, I've already written this out. So we have teams that go in a decentralized system and they're going to be able to get to us faster when someone calls seconds 911. Count, Julie. seconds count. Your life is at Cops don't here. stop anything. Cops, cops only stop. They're have to, what if
4: the only way to get me off you, they're not strong enough to pull me off. What if the only way yeah, to help
5: you is shoot me? Well, there's going to be people who got to be shot. There's going to okay. be criminally All insane right. people. It's there's going to be. It's so it's so it's just it's so you know, my, my vision is to send in a guy or a girl with 360 vision transparency, you don't even need a radio because your headset and your and your goggles will then shoot out to two different agencies. They will push the appropriate buttons behind you. On the front lawn is a guy with a gun or a girl with a gun who can shoot you from a hundred yards. We're always going to have to have that threat of death if you absolutely are a madman and you're David size. what, so- if, what
4: if you pull over somebody and they they look like they're going to reach for the wall and you see them pulling out a gun? Do you would you tell these officers shoot? retreat a retreat but
5: what retreat. the retreating bullets are flying well we don't invest in protecting cops with protective gear we invest in tasers guns sticks we we don't invest in defensive gear we invest in offensive gear where are the net guns you know where are the where are the poppers yeah, but what's the net pops- gun
4: gonna do if another guy has let's say the guy has an ar let's say the guy has a nine milli and he well you can, it, you can you, you can you, come this stuff ha- this, this shit goes down quick it's not like Oh, it's slow motion. No, this motherfucker pulls out quick and the cop's dead. And it's either his life or the, or the, what do you
5: say about that? What about that? You're taking, you're taking a risk signing up being a peace officer. And the idea that you're not risking your life isn't true. You are, you're risking your life. And the idea though, now is that pretty soon everybody now knows that when you meet a transparency peace officer, you're on camera. Whatever's gonna happen, the judge is gonna see your mother, your brother, your best friend, your lover, everybody's gonna see it. It's no longer hidden. The idea that what what is the current law? There is no expectation of privacy in public. Well, then my idea is that two different agencies get it. We pass a constitutional amendment that says you get all camera footage within 24 hours. My email address, David, is can'tgetbodycam at gmail.com. Guess how many emails I have? Thousands from people across the country. They list the city, the state, and the, the, the organization, the cop organization that won't give them the body cam footage. I have thousands of emails and can't get body cam at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Please, so what, please, do
4: the peace, get- what do the peace officers do in a hostage situation? Let's say they get called in, there's a hostage situation. Let's just say there's a criminally insane, like you just said, like, and mm-hmm. there's and and bro, they're already in a shootout situation. You're, but you're saying they can use
5: their guns. They can. There's always use- going to be a situation where someone's going to die it's not going to stop. There's always going to be, David, if right now I have, I don't have a girlfriend currently, but if I have a huge breakup with my girlfriend of 10 years and I think that she's leaving with the kids and my life is over and I'm just going to end it all right here, right now, there's always going to be people like that, man. There's always going to be people who need to be killed. We always have to have the threat of lethal force at all times, but the difference is is what we're doing is-
1: Oh fighterflare.com flair.com
5: we saw this recently with jalen walker the guy they said he shot in his car okay beautiful pull back send in the drones from the decentralized system because there's drones every c4 c7 c8 c9 send in the drone and now when jalen walker sees that drone in front of his windshield You can run all you want, because as soon as you leave C8, I'm going to radio over C9. He's coming to you. C9 checks off. I'm following him. By the time he gets to blue 47, then the drone pulls up. You know that what's coming next is a transparency peace officer. And this guy's brave and this woman's brave. And she walks out and says, you're caught. What do you want to do? Do you want to go out in a blaze of glory or do you want to come with me and talk about what I mean? But what I'm saying during an adrenaline high situation, there is no thought. End that. that End it. End the adrenaline high situation. Stop chasing people. So you know what happens in LA? We get these high-speed car chases with some guy on crack who stole a car, and now we ruin commerce for how many businesses as we freeze up lanes and we lock down different parts of the city and you got a dozen or two dozen different cops chasing him because we don't have jurisdiction. It's multiple agencies over the same jurisdictions. Whereas if we have a state peace officer's corps, when you take off out of the C8 yellow district, we just simply follow you with cameras because we're decentralized. There's drones on top of every trailer so you're using
4: the technology technology. Yes. Drones, it's like replacing the manpower basically is, is, is technology.
5: That's right. And, and just so you know, in New York alone, there's a half a billion dollars in lawsuits. It's incredible for what the cops do to people. Whereas if you had a camera system and, uh, let's say let's say David and I have a fight he punches me and he walks off okay great now a peace officer walks up to you and says hey man you know you got to join you gotta, you got to come with me and get on the double-decker bus or get on the portable and we got to talk about if you're criminally insane or if you you know this guy just slept with your girlfriend and then if you don't agree then the, the the people watching in the two different agencies they see that and now they're gonna send out the hands team and you're always gonna have the guy with the gun 20 yards back because the, the truth is David, Very few cops end up being Johnny on the spot where they're going to stop someone with their gun. It just doesn't happen. And when it does happen, we're seeing from the Parkland shooting and from Uvalde that these guys are cowards, that officer safety because of Terry versus Ohio is the most paramount thing. And if officer safety is in question, well, then we can't go in. They held down parents in Uvalde. So, you know, we've seen that this organization has failed us time and time and time again. But yet conservatives continue to back the boys in blue. And you know what? What? I pray to God, and I hope that God forgives them for the sins that they commit. I hope that they drop on their knees and pray for forgiveness for the tyranny they put on this country. I don't have that ability because I'm a human being, and I currently just don't like any of them. I don't respect any of them. And, and, and the conversations I'm having with the cops lately, I'm finding the humanity. I'm making a video now that says, I hate cops, not the human." Because I'm a God-fearing man, I pray to God that God forgives them and that they find the light and they quit that dark ship organization and they realize that without total transparency, it'll never be just. For the first well, time, I mean, history, there's some there's some good cops out there, Chile. I mean, I, I've, my there whole is. Family, I just don't. I'll, I'll put it this you, way: my my dad's side of the
4: family were all cops. They were all back in the day, good, good, good people, as far as I know. Um, as
5: far as you know, you didn't go on the calls with them.
4: <laughs> True, but I mean, I mean. Bro, I mean, when you're dealing with a certain type of person every day, walking into situations where the husband's beating their wife to where she's this close to death, uh, smacking around their kids. I mean, you're not going to be in the greatest of moods. I mean, you're constantly having to go into a shitty situation and deal with slime balls. I mean, not every single person that they deal with is an innocent uh, person. citizen that's just being taken advantage of some of these people are mean hardened motherfuckers that want to take the cops head off and that's just yeah. the reality of it i mean i mean yeah. seriously
5: they go into situations where their life is in jeopardy and they have to think fast what do you tell those guys they have know, to think that fast. that's that is just not true it, it does happen sometimes where you have to think on your feet but the think on your feet is now reaching for a taser or a gun Instead of let me grab the woman who's being beaten, jerk her out of the house, and then retreat, just fall back. I'm Do just saying,
4: if, you're, if we're fighting a criminal like me who's lost his mind, big dude, crazy, very—you may ab- have
5: to get taken down, David.
4: Yeah, designed, but I mean, you I so, you're saying the cops have to think like that and take you down. But what if the only way to take down
5: a crazy motherfucker on LSD, losing his shit, is by a bullet or a yeah? Him. But David, you're 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 doing that cops blaming thing. Where you're given the most extreme condition and then saying, Well, what do you do here? Well, you take the guy out. I mean, what are you talking about? We can't have people beating women to the point where they're half an inch of All their right, life. But saying, here's the truth.
4: There, these are situations the cop doesn't know what they're going into. Like a lot of times <laughs> the cop doesn't know what he's stepping into and he
5: needs to be on high alert. Here's the truth. Here's here's the 95 percentile case. Because mm-hmm. remember, I've been studying cops for 20 years. Here's the 95 percentile case. And,
4: and Diabetes- I'm gonna leave this for my audience for them to decide. Just so you know, I'm not. I'm. I'm just playing devil's advocate no,
5: here. Just I'm, having a conversation here. Right, and there's nothing right, wrong right, with okay. it. You know, I respect you. I know you respect me. We've yeah. known each other over yes, a decade. Absolutely. I mean, I have respect for you, dude. And the people watching, that's just not true. It's. It's a very rare case where the guy's beating his wife and won't stop her. It does happen, right? But. What happens most of the time, the cops get there, she's got a black eye, this has gone terrible. And then instead of actually acting with any kind of human decency and allowing that man to go through his process, he should be feeling remorse by the time the cops get there. And that's 95% of the time. And then, you know, they're having a thing. Grab the girl, get her out of there, and then say, look, there's a double-decker busser out here. You got to come talk to us. And then sit him down with the counselor and her down with the counselor in the same bus, just separated. They're walled off. They can't get to each other. And then find out, is this guy beating women all the time, or is she lying? Did she ram her face into the wall to get a black eye? Don't think it doesn't happen. It does. Oh, I know That's that. Fine. Happened. Let's find out because it's my assertion that most of the time, uh, that not most of the time, but a lot of the time or half the time or a quarter of the time, whatever the percentage is, the woman's lying. She's just lying. She called 911 because she's losing and she doesn't want to lose. And so she says, he pushed me. And then there's no, there's no mark on you and the guy has to go to jail. Whereas if we actually interview, and let's say the guy is beating his wife. Let's just play it out. He did give her a black eye. Her nose is bleeding. Okay, cool. So what do we do? We put him in a dungeon. We leave her at home alone, so she's scared. He's in the dungeon just getting more mad. Now, let's pray to God she leaves him. She leaves him. Great. Then he gets out. He beats the next woman. We invested in a punishment, not the person. Whereas if we spent a quarter of the money and invested in that person and had him sit down with multiple different groups of women where they said, my husband beat me, killed my kid. You know, my husband did this. This is what this man did so to like me. It's like a and now he- process. Right. But now you have to learn two basic facilities, math and English, because those two things teach you logic. They teach your brain logic. If you can't do sentence structure in your head, you're not going to know logic. So we need to solve the problem. DUI. We keep on saying cops are cracking down. DUI's never been worse. (laughs) We're not investing in solving the problem of DUI. We're investing and we're going to punish you. Someone rapes your sister. He goes to a dungeon for 10 years. He gets treated like dog poo for 10 years. We didn't put him in a garbage disposal. He's getting out he gets out in 10 or 15 years now he's going to be a hundred times worse and he's been to the best education of criminality there ever has been because they've learned how to hide cheat and steal constantly because the people inside of those dungeon guards like animals.
4: i've had two duis right well actually three one got swept under the rug but but out of the two uh one of the main reasons that i quit drinking bro is because i never wanted to go back to that hellhole so it taught me a lesson it definitely taught me a lesson. I was treated like shit in uh, Phoenix. And I'll tell you what, I don't want to go back. That's one of the reasons I quit drinking. I did not want to face those type of consequences again. No
5: well, you, you, can, you can say that, David, and that, and that you know, I'm not going to deny your own truth that you just told me. However, I do believe that people change more from empathy and love than they do punishment and torture. And, you know, the entire system of what we call policing today, which should be called peace officers, is based on that you'll be tortured from the moment you're interacted. You cannot, you're detained, meaning you can't move, you don't have freedom of movement. They have dominion over your body. The second step is to put you in torture cuffs. If you don't know about torture cuffs, I got a long video that explains the history of cuffs from slavery. We, We built them to torture slaves. The longer the chain, the better they were. The shorter the chain, the worse the slave was. So it's a humiliation factor. And the torture cuffs is the reason why I have no respect for cops. When I was 18, put in those for the first time. I've never forgotten that pain. I've 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 received it 30 more times since then. And then the next step, take you to the dungeon and strip search you. For what? You're solving the drug problem by looking at people's butts? So, no, you're not. So I have no, another
4: question. Need, and let me finish. Bother. And then after
5: that, then you have to go into a dungeon system where there's no good food, no good water. You can't look at another human being in the eyes. You look at the ground. Look at the line. Don't look at me. And then every night they come and point guns at your head and say, oh, we're just counting everybody. Here's a gun to your head. It's absolute psychological and sexual assault from the beginning to the end. And that's not how you treat Americans. That's not how you treat people. That's how not John treat, Locke's
4: philosophy. How do you treat human traffickers how do you treat murderers people that have murdered people they continue to murder or human traffickers how would you treat them what, what kind of
5: rehabilitation you're process you're talking about criminally insane people you murder okay, so someone then, in they're medical, a different category right? yeah of course or rapists or pedophiles i'm for pedophile island you get caught raping kids you're gone yeah you, you can do whatever you want on pedophile island we drop off a food pallet twice a month do it. We built barracks there. Lord <laughs> of the flies. You guys fend for yourselves. I, I mean, no this answer. all sounds good. It's a good thing. A lot of work, Jilly. Yeah, but you know what? It's going to take work. We, we, how much money did we drop on the George Floyd riots? Wow.
4: 100
5: billion, 50 billion, yeah. right? But we can't get camp. We can't get 24 hour, 24, uh, 360 vision on cops because then it would show the transparency. So you're not so much about defunding police. You're more about revamping it. Not, not revamping police defunding police but it doesn't have a a new new right creating so the first step would be creating a constitutional amendment that says you get all cameras from the state or the federal government within 24 hours if we don't have that first step first it's all irrelevant i don't want a camera system because i don't want law enforcers if you have a camera system plus law enforcers, it equals more people going to a dungeon. Whereas if we get rid of law enforcement and we change it to rights protectors and peace officers, and you have a constitutional amendment that you get that camera within 24 hours, well, as soon as you got that constitutional amendment, you have to create another agency, which I call the Montesquieu. Montesquieu wrote the book called Checks and Balances, one of the tri philosophies that America's founded upon. You know, the executive, the judicial, and the legislative branches, those are called checks and balances. But we don't have any on on, on peace officers in America. We don't have any. So that means that when someone shows up, whatever he says or she says, that's it. So if they're cheating you, David, there's no one to stop that, that the one bad cop that you uh, ran across. You never know what you're going to get. You don't know what that cop is going to be because he's not on camera 24 seven. They can turn their cameras on and off. Why? Yeah. Just so well, you know, I agree with that part. you know, last thing, and I'll give you the floor back. You said cops seem to make split second decisions. I disagree. No, they don't fall back film, grab the victim and get the hell out of there. And then the cavalry is coming because everybody can see it from the two different agencies. Graham versus Connor. Unless the guy has a gun pointed at the cops, then the cops can shoot them, right? He's not gonna have a gun. The only person who has the gun is the SWAT member who's who's fifty yards back, thirty yards back. But so then that guy we, dies? He may. He may die. Being a peace officer is a dangerous job. Yeah, you're taking a risk. But now we've invested in the proper equipment for police so that if he does get shot, we've invested in creating uniforms that there's a very small chance that he dies from getting shot because we've created a facility around this man that protects him. And we don't have that. We don't got that. We got one bulletproof vest on them. They don't have a helmet on. Like, so, like, so like the first guy
4: <laughs> is like, you're taking a 50-50 chance,
5: buddy. I mean, it's kind of no, like. No, you're taking a 4% chance, David. 4%, 4%, 4% of chance. times dude, are cops Johnny on the spot to stop a crime. 4% dude. And did you know that cops solve 40% of murders? Families solve the 60%. Families of the victim. The idea that a cop has to be—and this is Graham versus Connor, 1989—from the 1984 uh, case called uh, DeThorne Graham versus Connor, who had violated his civil liberties. The cop abused a DeThorne Graham, and so then they the, the Supreme Court, because it was a black guy, created. Well, a cop needs to make a split-second decision. No, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. Get the hell out of there. Put up cameras around the house and do a siege. You don't need to un- get called into a situation where fought, shots are fired. What then? Set up a camera around the house, set up a camera around the perimeter. Let, let happen what's going to happen. But if the guy's going to come out shooting, he's going to get his head blown off. Give him a chance to walk out. Don't shoot him. We keep on killing people, David. We keep on showing the least humanity of any country in the world. We are the number one cop killing country in the world. Imagine that land, home of the brave, land of the free. And we are the number one killers of our own citizens right here in the United. Oh, China. Nope, we beat them. India. Nope, we beat them. I mean, what about Uzbekistan? We kill more people than Uzbekistan of our own citizens. The idea, and you keep on repeating it, the same mantra, the same lie. Cop needs to make a split second decision. Yeah, his split second decision should be to get the hell out of there. That's what it should be to put a camera on the it person protects, to their... protect and serve. I mean, they've had to put their life. in that, the line. That's not their motto. That is not their motto. What's their motto, David? I thought it was protecting serve. Nope. Nope. What cops say to each other when they leave the locker room, when they leave the meeting is whatever it takes for you to go home safe at the end of your shift, meaning that the quality of care is gone. There's no quality of care. It's about me and you protecting our lives, whatever it takes for us to go home safe at the end of our shift. Officer safety is first and paramount. The number one amendment in America is what? Officer safety from Terry versus Ohio. And you, don't agree, you. you don't agree with that? Hell no. Hell no. You, you, when you sign up to be a peace officer, you're risking your life. It's a dangerous job. But with the camera system, a proper camera system utilized properly where the citizen gets that camera within 24 hours and the transparency peace officers get that camera within 24 hours. Then what happens is everybody now realizes when the transparency peace officer shows up, no matter what I do, if I kill him, it's going to be caught on camera. And now we don't have the cri- there's not so what many criminal What kind of, what kind of
4: uh, punishment will he get if he got caught shooting a police officer? What kind of punishment? Murder? He-
5: for yeah. he should be put in a box what are you talking about there's always going to be people who need to live in a box dude what about, the like death? what about the death penalty i'm not for the death penalty because i don't think it works it doesn't deter people from killing david right now if you want to kill me you're gonna i'm the only thing that's going to stop me is me with a gun the cops aren't going to protect me i got a restraining so, order so to you're too. for citizens being armed though you are for that Oh man, dude! Now you're speaking my language. There should be gun training classes in schools. I mean, we should. We. I mean, I I, I just don't think. You know, I got a good buddy of mine, really good friend, and he and he wants to get rid of the guns. And I said, listen, buddy. I said, "Uh, M. I said, M. If we could snap our fingers and all guns would disappear, including the government's guns, I'd be all for it. But we don't have guns for hunting or fishing. We don't have guns uh, uh, so we can go target practicing. We have guns in case tyranny hits our country and we have to defend ourselves and our liberty. That's why we have guns. Well, I agree with you
4: there. I agree with
5: you there. Well, the idea that we need the gun for hunting or fishing, you you know, and that's going to be New York Gun Club versus Bruin 2022 in New York, where they're going to strike down the idea that you have to have a permit or an atypical situation to have a gun. Uh, The the, the government has slowly but surely limited our rights and criminalized us for having guns. And I disagree with that. You know, uh, it's not going good. It's not going good. But then again, when the people go to these places where there's gun free zones, they murder everybody. Everybody dies. They go to the oh. schools, they murder everybody. You know, the guy who sat up on top of the roof the other day and killed all those people the 4th of July parade, you know, everybody was running scared.
4: Mm-hmm. No, you no, you know, like them. Mexico has some of the strictest gun laws and look what's happening. It's a free for all cartels are running the show. It's
5: not working at all. So, I mean, look, I, I am not for the idea that there's not going to be people who are nutballs. There's
4: going to be, I don't know if I, I don't know if I agree with you fully. I mean, I'm, I'm, you know, but I do agree with you in the fact that I'm against bullying. I'm against anyone overstepping their power. A lot of times they're doing it. And I, and I think to myself, you know, a lot of them are um, bouncers with badges or bullies with badges and there needs to be a line drawn, but I don't think I'm as extreme far as you are with this stuff, but, I'm listening. I'm, I'm open. I'm not, ex- I'm not. I'm
5: not. Just so you know, the tables oh. have now turned on your boys in blue. Fifty two percent of people now no longer trust cops for the first time in the history of our country. It's gone over the line where people no longer trust cops. First time ever. Twenty twenty two. So why is that? Because conservatives are finally waking up. Conservatives like Rangel Starr who I've, I've shared a couple of his videos through, he's saying, look, man, they pulled me over, lied about me, gave me all these tickets, and the guy comes up looking like G.I. Joe. Take a look at that July 4th shooting. You had 100 cops standing around looking like G.I. Joe, and there was no one dropping down and screaming, Fallujah! Yeah. That's not happening. The cowards who murder people, the cowards who murder cops, don't walk up behind them on a traffic stop. They, 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 they ambush them. So you always hear this thing, don't get behind me for officer safety. Shut your mouth. No one's going to try to attack you when there's 10 cops here with guns. But the point I was making about July 4th shooting is after the shooting happened, you had 100 cops standing around looking like G.I. Joe loser. We're paying those guys 50 to 100 grand a year. All that revenue is going out the window. We didn't need all those people there. We didn't need them there. And all of their military gear did us no good. People like, where do we get the money for this camera system? Sell all that crap. There's no great North Hollywood shootouts going on like there was in NoHo in 1990. It doesn't happen. It happens once a blue moon. And we'll never be able to stop that. Those people need to have their heads blown off and that'll never change. However, what can change is the 99% of us who are not going to grab a machine gun and start killing people don't need to be treated like that. You need to stop looking up people's backsides. You're not solving the drug problem by looking up their butt when they go to a jail cell. A woman with five children was just arrested. I just did a fundraiser for I raised 2,500 bucks with a group of people. They looked up her backside when she went to jail. She has five kids and she's pregnant. What are you doing, dude? you sexually assaulting people. And then when I leave that dungeon, I hate you. I hate the system. I hate everything to do with cops. I hate everything about this. You looked up my butt. You put my arms behind my back. <laughs> David, we're, bo- we're both burly guys. If I cuff you with your wrist behind your back, dude, just the, the position of your body is horrible. Let yeah. alone the torture I mean, in cuffing. that situation a bunch of times. <laughs> you, you know, I got arrested in Ironton, Ohio in April, and I'm still fighting the case. When the co- I told the cops, you're not putting my arms behind my back, and they didn't. And I've never seen that on video before, but they did not. Because if you're going to put my arms behind my back, we're, I'm going to the death here. If you yeah. want to kill me to get my – or option B, I agree to go with you.
4: No problem. I, I, I met a cop that uh, – I met a cop, actually, a cop that was arresting me. He used two handcuffs so I could have some space in the back there. So he was nice yeah. enough to do that. Um, but, but, but
5: why does that have to happen, David? You, well, you're not solving it. I was being, I, was
4: being you know, I I needed to go to jail that night.
5: Right, but what about a Velcro strap around your waist and a Velcro strap around your wrist and you get strapped to the front of your waist with your wrist down in front of you? Why not that? Sure. I no mean, pain, I, no I torture cuffs. Yeah, I don't mind that. I'm, I'm how also were your wrists, by the way? We, how were your wrists when you got out of those torture cuffs? Be well, honest.
4: They, they were blue. They were mangled. They were they they, yeah, they had, they, they were, they were,
5: my circulation was cut off on both hands. Yeah, It's, it's in But I was being blue. an asshole. Okay, fine. You're an asshole, but that does, you're not an asshole now. Your life is worth respecting. Your body, remember, Divine Morality by John Locke. Your body does not belong to you, it belongs to God. And, and therefore, I, I, listen, in spite I, I of-
4: agree with a lot of stuff you're saying on here. Some I don't, some I need more clarification. Well, I need to understand more, but I'm going to let my audience decide. This is for my audience. I think, let, let, we're s- making let me, a let
5: huge- s- let me steer your audience to someone's page. A man named Jeffrey Kaplan on YouTube has a video called John Locke, Divine Morality. Your body belongs to God. Your soul belongs to God. That means you are a sentient being. You should not be tortured, even if you're on drugs, drunk, and out of control. What we need to do as a human race is figure... We put, you keep stuffing people in the back of these tiny little claustrophobic cars. Why? Why can't there be... For COVID, there was double-decker buses because driving I mean,
4: around. Again, They're criminals. Some of these people are doing some horrific shit, Chili.
5: Okay, sure. What if these are human traffickers? What if they're fucking,
4: they just killed three people? What if they just fucking raped a woman? Yeah, You're talking about, about
5: your cops blaming with the most extreme situation. Let's talk about you, David you were okay. drunk you were you were on drugs you were driving drunk you could have killed somebody so that means we need to torture you with torture cuffs and then stuff you into a claustrophobic cage to deal with you or could we put straps around your wrists and then put you on a double decker bus that has a punch room that's all plastic you can punch you can run your head into the wall <laughs> nothing's gonna and you know what you can kick and punch the plastic all you want I just, go I just fell asleep i just went to David- sleep But when David comes down from that, when he's not on the drugs anymore, not on the alcohol, he's going to look around where he is, where he's locked into a place he can't get out of, where you can't even hurt yourself because everything's made of expandable plastic. And now we can sit down with David and say, are you criminally insane? Are you a nutball? And then after we interview you for an hour, the amount of money we spend on that interview compared to transporting you, charging you, putting you through a system of oppression and sexual assault can be changed. And now we can find out David's not criminally insane. But what he you're just talking up-
4: about is like, we're not there yet, dude. We're not even close to being there. I mean, I mean, we have to get there. We are I mean, close that's, to there. A, like, a, that's like, you're kind of part of like, the way I would say it, like, I'm not putting you down in this way, no respect, no, no disrespect. It's like the liber- liberal utopia. You know what I mean? They don't know, which I think, like, it's more like unicorns and rainbows. I mean, but we're not fucking there yet, dude. I mean, right now, with every, with what's happening in this country and the violence and the fuck, I mean, dude, there are crazy motherfuckers out there. I see them all the time. Right here on the border, there's crazy motherfuckers. The border patrol are dealing with people that are shooting at them. I just don't know how you handle a situation like that with cameras.
5: I'm talking about domestically, first of all. I've already said that we have 12. to have a very good presence on the border. What I'm saying, though, David, is it's not a utopia. We have not backed off from someone, put a camera on them, and said, look, dude, either you come with me or the next team that comes in, they take you down and you come with me. But what Do if you they're on drugs? Come what if they're on drugs? And they're going be There's going to be people who have to be taken down. But I believe that 50% or more of people, once you put a camera on them and say, your mom's going to see this, the judge is going to see this. What do you want to do, man? I believe that most
4: before I let you, let me just make sure you're going to send two people. The first person that approaches the individual will have no gun on. No, no gun. Just cameras, just cameras. And how many feet back would the second person be? 30
5: feet, 40 feet, 50 feet. And they'll have a gun. They got a gun. In case someone <laughs> pulls out... <and> <laughs> really putting their
4: ass on the line is the first guy. <laughs> yes.
5: Yeah. It's... It, hey, listen, so it's you like... To, you're taking a bit... But, but we don't celebrate cops anymore in this country.
0: Okay. Most people hate
5: cops. And if they don't hate them publicly, they hate them privately, and they send me the email. I hate hmm. these guys. Mo- we've gone over 50% now. And I openly don't like them. I don't respect them. I'm not nice to them. So, so it's... The, why is that? How How bad was I treated? I've never been criminal. Just so you know, David... I've never been out of control. I've never, ever created a victim of violence. I've never hurt anybody. But yet I've been put in torture cuffs and taken to a dungeon 30 times. I still have a very third, Maybe more? 30 times. I don't, I don't back down. You're not going to tell me what to well, do. Well, you've been arrested more than I have. <laughs> oh, far more, David. And I, I don't have a criminal record. The only criminal record I have is a, a minor consuming at 18, shoplifting at 19, and then uh, giving false information when I got caught with a fake ID at 20. So, you know, I don't have a criminal record per se. I don't have, I certainly don't have a felonious criminal record. I've never been charged with any kind of violent crime ever because I've never been violent on someone. But what I'm saying is when the cops approached me because I told them to go have a ham sandwich, you know, keeping it clean, you know, then all of a sudden before the camera phone, they could just grab me and arrest me. And I I was arrested one time for riding a jet ski after dark when I was 23 years old. And they took me to the I mean, there's no
4: doubt about it. There's just a lot of bullshit. I mean, there's no doubt about it.
5: I'm I'm with you on that. There's no doubt. A woman arrested yesterday because her kids were truant from school. They arrested her, took her to a dungeon, looked up her backside. I can't agree with that. I mean, obviously. So what I'm saying is, David, this system isn't working for Americans. If it's slowly gone from 80, 90 percent support of cops to where it is now, where over 50 percent of people no longer support cops, then maybe it's that institution that's been given autonomy and immunity. Maybe it's that. Maybe it's the idea that one guy who went to a two-week academy can walk up and say, I'm suspicious of you, get on your knees, which is the first four words of a Terry stop, get on your knees. So I don't, I'm not getting on my knees. It's not happening. So when the cops have told me to get on my knees or go stand over there, I told them, go pound sand. And then they arrested me, and then later the charges were dropped. But meanwhile, I saw it to take the ride, look up my backside, which I've already said, I will not be cuffed behind my back ever again. If you want to kill me, do it. And you're not looking up my butt again because I don't do drugs and I'm not carrying drugs in the prison. Where the drugs in the prison come from are the guards. So let's stop lying about it. Where can people find you, Julie? Delete laws. Go to DeleteLaws.com. Delete laws. And David, I know that I'm not the cookie cutter best guest for your uh, audience. No, in, this in is, hold on,
1: hold
4: on. Before you say it, this is why I did this. This is why I did this. I think... There has to be common ground. There has to be a time where we all come to the table. We talk to, just like Bill Maher does with his guests, I'm trying to do with mine. I want liberals and I I claim you're liberal. You're now i mean, I've always known you as one. Let's just put it that way, okay? But I'm I mean, for reparations
5: like, for blacks. i must yes. I mean,
4: to me, you are liberal. <laughs> I mean, you're not fucking looting and
5: burning down buildings, but you're fucking liberal. I and mean, I I'm against it damaging. I'm against violence. I'm against burning and looting and 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 rioting. I'm against. I'm for peaceful protesting. Sit down in the street like Gandhi and don't move. And if it causes a disruption, great. That's what you were intended to do. But if you go burning stuff down, you know, I don't support the BLM organization. I don't support. Uh, critical race theory. So that's what got me in trouble in TikTok. As soon as they could try to brand me a racist, as you know, they did. Some of those folks did. Uh, mm-hmm. Some of the, the weak-ass leaders in BLM called me a racist, which is just, David, I'm Colombian. Soy Colombiano, pero yo vivo en Alaska años. Yo a- 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 25 años. I learned Spanish when I was 25. You know, I, I had to learn it because my father only spoke Spanish. So I'm Colombian. So to call me a racist is just per- on my website, Open my website, DeleteLaws.com with a Z. The first thing it says is defining institutional racism on a timeline because all the laws that are ruining our country today were passed in the 40s, 50s, and 60s against blacks. And now we're all being persecuted with those same laws. And my conservative friends who support me, they hate me saying this, but it's true. I'm a constitutional law study. You know, I have an encyclopedia of knowledge I can offer without having to look it up. I can just spit it out. So I'm grateful you had me on, man. I appreciate you. And you know, David, I love you, man. I've I've supported you since I met you. We've had some hard conversations where we both leave pretty upset with each other, but we've kept the relationship,
4: you know, at the end of the day, dude, it's all about having a conversation. And if you can't have the conversation, then, then, uh, it's immature. You know, you got to be able to sit down and, and see eye to eye and, and then talk with each other, break bread. That's just the way it is. Otherwise we're going to get nowhere in this country. Nowhere. And we got to come to some kind of uh, unity. and and Because the ones we're fighting is the globalists. That's who we're fighting. And all oh, yeah. of us Americans are fighting the globalists, the elites versus the rest of the world. And yeah. and uh, guess what, folks? We're not elites. So we all yeah. need to just yeah. yeah. Wait, on. I see.
5: I, I, you, can't, you can tell I'm a commoner. I thought I came off like a billionaire. <laughs> I thought for sure everybody's thought I'm a billionaire. You can't see the bees on my cheeks right here? <laughs> <laughs>
4: Well, thanks, Tilly. Thanks for coming on, man. I'm going to put this up on the on tube, and
5: uh, let's keep in touch. We will, David. And I'll send you out a new We Don't Stop t-shirt. You can, uh, we Don't Stop Delete laws because we're never stopping. I'll never put up with a globalist agenda. I will never acquiesce to NATO's laws. I will never, ever, ever submit my freedom. And I'll tell you what, I hope and pray one day we don't have constitutional cities. I really hope that we don't because I think we're heading that way. I think we're heading to a bad time.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Well, we can agree on that. All right, Chili.
5: We'll keep in touch, brother. See you next time, David. Thank you. Bye, buddy.